welcome to another episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Train Works. I am your host, Rose. It is December 1st as of recording. Uh, the holiday season is in full force. We are all here, and by we, I mean John. Hello! Hey, and Elvie. I am also here. In you force. are also here. Yeah, in force, in force. In force. <laughs> Very quietly, in force. In force. A, a force to be reckoned with. Partial force. Probably more accurately, yeah. Not full force. Still still, still a threat. Still some, still a, threat. Some, a little effort, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, um... So we are here this week. It's the time of the month that we talk about the anime that we watched. Um, and this time around, it was the first 12 episodes of Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, as picked by patron Natalie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, John, would you like to get us started? Or should I do a little explanation first of Ghost in the Shell? Go right ahead, yes. Okay. Ghost in the Shell is a manga series from the 90s um, that, you know, there's a famous Mamoru Oshida. How did I mess up that name? Mamoru Oshi. I added the da for no reason. It made, oh, the, it made, movie, a, the first made a movie, movie, yeah, of it. Yeah, the first movie. In the uh, 90s as well. Um, that was my first thing I saw of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, back in the day. Very famous film, you know. Um, and uh, this is a series that came out in the 2000s and uh i think most people listening probably i won't say most people but a, a few people listening probably saw it on uh tsunami not tsunami but adult swim i guess I, i'm mixing up now because tsunami is adult swim now right like it's yeah, in there heard it, really. yeah but uh, it was, was an adult yeah swim. it was on the it was on it was on like the late night anime block that yeah is now tsunami because they kind of you know just took the name yeah. as a nostalgia trip thing so it was back then, and if you uh, go in, you know, those old Toonami clips, they used a lot of the Ghost in the Shell soundtrack, let me tell you. Uh, which I realized, watching this show, Standalone <laughs> Complex, um, yeah, this is a two-season show. I believe it has, what, uh, 40-something, up 50-something episodes? Total? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, about. The first season has 26 or something, 24, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We watched mm-hmm. We watched 12 episodes. Um, because that's how it lined up, and, uh, yeah, now we're gonna talk about it. It's separated into two parts, um, standalone cases, standalone complex cases, and more overarching stuff. Um, so you got a little mix of that, watching these. Um, so yeah, uh, John, would you like to start off with your opinions on Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex? I would love to. Because I loved this show, or at least what we watched so far. I really, really dug it. Um, I I feel like I have a bit of a weird opinion on the original movie. In that I sort of feel like if you're watching it for the first time, like in the recent era, I think it stands more as a historical piece than anything. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting watch. It's not bad. It's definitely still good, but I feel like a lot of the things that it posits, a lot of the, like, a lot of the things that it does have been done a little better today, and I would even argue have been done maybe a little better by Standalone Complex, 
or just at the very least from what I've seen. Um, I, I am definitely going to keep watching this uh, after we finish recording this, of course. I mean, probably not immediately after, but hey, who knows? Um, I just dug everything about this. I think it is a very smart show. I think it is a very flashy and fun and well-animated and just passionate show. As I watched it, I just could not get over how passionate it, like, everyone that worked on the show, it feels like, really gave a damn about every bit of the show. Like, how the characters move, the music, the dialogue, the concepts. It is of just a loved, loved show from the people that made it, and you can you can feel that love while you're watching it, and then you express that love back to it because, you, you know, I loved it too. Um, characters are fantastic. Um, I think it's interesting that the Major is not as focused on in the show as you would think. But I think it's too... I think it's a good thing. It not Not because she's, you know, like ignored or is regulated to like a lesser character i think her thing is that she is she's very much what the other characters bounce off of and she's she's very in control of everything she's extremely intelligent she's extremely strong she's able to handle pretty much anything thrown at her and that is a good way to reflect the rest of the world um, not just like her other teammates, but, you know, when the episode is about her, it's about how she interacts with the world and how she lives and how the world lives with people like her. How she, you know, she's, she's, um, I don't know, I guess like an android. I don't remember if there's a specific name for people that are like completely mechanized like she is. Um, I forget, but it's. Like, the show is very much about asking questions that feel very real in today's life. It's it's not one-to-one, but you look at the sort of, you know, like, government overreach and privacy concerns. And, like, like I, you think about the episode with the, uh, the, the police, like, hacking into people's, like, eyes to spy on them so they can gather evidence and someone misusing that. And, you know, I mean, obviously you can say, and I would agree with you, that the police should be doing that in the first place, but, you know, the show posits that, hey, you know, giving anyone that kind of power will automatically let someone misuse it, and seeing how that falls apart. Um, and then you get into the whole Laughing Man debacle, and how you know, how someone can be, um, idolized and how a concept can be filtered through the internet. And, um, like that whole episode where they're just in a chat room basically was absolutely fascinating. And it just, it just, you just think about the kind of people, the kind of communities that pop up online that obsess over the littlest things and how real that is. You know, I mean, obviously it was real back then, but it feels so much realer now. You just think about people in fucking Twitter DMs just chattering about, you know, whatever fandom they're in. 
it's it's very real. It's very very real, and it helps that the characters are just very real as well. You know, like the the major feels so human. Like seeing how she, you know, just she she's she's really smart. She's really in control, but she never feels unrealistic. She's just a professional, but she's a professional that gives a damn. And then the rest of the crew, you know, there's Bato, who is completely goofy and a really fun character, and he's probably my favorite, personal favorite character, of course. But then there's the episode where they delve into his past a bit, how he was in a war, and how he, how he holds, like, a, a grudge against the government for sending him in there, and also for the people that the people around him that committed atrocities, you know, like the whole episode is about him hunting down a serial killer who was like a part of his platoon who he witnessed doing horrible things in in the country that they were sent to invade. And it's just, there's so many like little things that they introduce episode to episode that get built upon and build the characters and make you care about them more. And it's just very, very fantastic. I, I can't laud it enough. It is just a great, great show. Um, again, I'm going to keep watching it. I don't know how it'll end. Um, I don't know how the second season holds up. Because, you know, I don't really know too much about the whole like process or anything. But I very much enjoy this. And I'm going to definitely be a standalone complex fan after all this i'm i'm sure um so yeah that's the that's that's how i feel all right yeah uh elfie how about you have you seen this before yes i have seen this before. all right all right, all right. I, but no i i would say like you know I, i've seen it multiple times i would say but mm-hmm. not but in a sense of like you know being exposed to it much younger and like you know not really watching it or caring much about it but i would see it in passing um and then at some point re-watching it and kind of like later on like in high school or about and like kind of really understanding what the series is about and like really getting what it is and what it's conveying um and now again um so yeah it still holds up really well it's a series that has aged well and like shockingly tons of anime that was made and produced around a time do not age well oh yeah uh, certainly so and and even more even more like surprising for the show that does use cgi in such a way that looks way better than some anime today using cgi looking far mm. worse than what goes into shell does um, it, it, it like, um, you know, it does a really cool, like, not, it's not a cell shading effect at all. It actually is like a whole process where they try to make it look, um, look at, look, you know, try to mesh it well with how the 2D animation is, but yeah, it, it ages well in both its, con- it's in its concept, its writing and in its style. Um, I, I, it's, it's something that, um, definitely should you know, be cemented up there as, like, I think one of the best series of all time in terms of anime, I think. Um, and it, and I, it, I, I will say, I will say, uh, one thing that I feel like has maybe looped around a bit is its opening. Because right. you watch that opening, you watch the animation of that opening, and I bet when it first came out, it was like, oh my god, this yeah. is so incredible, look at this 3D animation. But this then sci-fi, yeah. But then a while later, it was like, oh no, we have moved so far past this. But I feel like nowadays... You look at something like that, and it's a it's a 
nostalgic thing and then yeah. be you know people are making things that look like this to as as a kishy yeah. as a celebration of the past right and so you look at something that is that and it's it's a nostalgic feeling but it's also like oh wow yeah like it's still like well shot and the song is really good mm-hmm. and so it's still enjoyable today mm-hmm. yeah i agree there's like elements to it that it feels like a 2000s anime, certainly. Like, especially, <laughs> like, that, like, the opening sequence, certainly, I think, I think does solidify that, um, with, with what they wanted to do with that. Um, but, yeah, I agree with John. Like, there's a lot of issues it goes into that holds up, if not especially more relevant today, especially with how far our own technology and our own relationship with technology has progressed. You know, sci-fi, it, a good piece of sci-fi tends to predict the future. Um, because good sci-fi like is understanding where it's sourcing from and is drawing from real life logic and rationale and actual technology and kind of understanding like how that current contemporary piece of technology works to kind of predict like how is this going to evolve like a few years from now and this is like kind of like a great example of that especially when it comes to our relationships with um you know each other the community like you know and how like this idea of like transhumanity um, especially intertwined with like actual, like literal, like digital, like digital meat, like you know, digital mechanisms associated with that. Like you know, what is what does that mean when it comes to how far does someone, um, how far how far removes does someone have to be from their body to kind of define like what their like what they are, right? And you know, that's kind of the concept of the ghost in the series. You know, that's where mm-hmm. the title comes in, right? The concept of like, you know, this machine has no ghost, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, which is kind of like a bigger topic. I kind of don't know how to explain in a few words, but essentially the ghost is like this idea of not necessarily a soul, literally. I mean, it is in that regard. It's like kind of the, the series is like own allegorical reference to that, but also it's like the idea of like a consciousness and like a, um, uh, like a, a, yeah, like, yeah, just a consciousness, I guess, tied to something, to whether or not to define its value. Like, you know, oftentimes, yeah. oftentimes it, throughout the, yeah, through the series, especially in, in, like, a lot of standalone cases, you know, which all, again, revolve around machinery or some sort of robotic related thing, like, they, they kind of, they, you know, they kind of make clips at it, which is interesting because as much as those cases are, like, standalone, they do, you know, ultimately do tie, tie back to the major, and, and in some ways she does frame the series, and yeah, it's not entirely central, like, centralized around her, but she does frame the series in regards to her asking these questions to herself, asking, you know, like, how human am I, and she's having these sort of phantom memories in regards to her own past, and how how much of her body is artificial, right? So, but yeah, like, it's, 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 it's talking about all these things, that <laughs> where we kind of have like these problems now today talking about other media and like other things we, we we don't need to speak about in the anime podcast but in regards to the the the, the problem that the cyberpunk genre is having right now where there's just a lot of stuff labeling themselves as such where they don't they don't they don't quite meet the i think level of complexity that this series goes into and and, re- mm-hmm. and just as a whole i think this franchise like i would say franchise yeah like manga movies are um and games um because I think they're doing it at a very surface level. And I think it's, yeah, and again, just to reiterate, Jonathan, this, it's clear this series has people thinking on it and knowing what they want to do when they made it. Um, the second season specifically was a specific response to 9-11. They, they, um, and they make that very clear mm-hmm. if, if, once one goes into it, <laughs> specifically in regards to Japan's uh, 
Japan's own response to 9-11 and that stuff, and, like, in regards to, like, um, responsibility towards war. And I think the Bato episode in this first season, which kind of goes into his backstory, was a very poignant example of, like, where they stand on, like, what they want to convey in regards to, like, imperialism and, like, how, yeah, exactly, like, the problems with war and, like, the the, the consequences of it. Um, And, like, I think the second season goes into that more. In fact, I think the second season, too, also goes um, goes into more themes that I think resonate with what the original movie did, which it, it goes into, like, a little more dense stuff in regards to talking about, like, defining humanity, defining transhumanity, and, um, like, a, a lot more of that hard science existential stuff. But I do agree to the extent that I think the movie... Um, I think the movie doesn't age well when it comes to accessibility, <laughs> it definitely is kind of up in its own ass i'll say it's one of those things it's it's something you do appreciate from an artistic vision but it's i think i think i think the series is a great i think jumping off point for a lot of people that otherwise to kind of get these messages across but sure. i do i do recommend the movie still um the second one i don't know i i, I cannot say i would recommend the second one no but the first one i think i would say again from artistic standpoint <laughs> the second one's the cgi one right yeah i think <laughs> so um yeah. But yeah, this we the series is like yeah we watch I think uh, like all of us we here we watch the series on Adult Limits right there and it's definitely yeah. something I would recommend for one to indulge in um, in regards to like you know getting your start in the series. Um, I've not I'm not really sh- I've I've heard mixed things about Arise I've heard good you know, but Arise it's mostly leaning towards good I would say okay. um, Arise. Yeah, um, though in terms it. of the recent Netflix one, definitely not good things. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the, the 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 recent CGI series. Yeah, yeah I can. We, I can we see stuff that. out of context, and we're like, uh, "What is this?" Um, I've not heard like pro- I have not heard from like actual professional like critics good things. Not no good things. Um, but yeah, I think I think this is a very good accessible series to watch if you want to get that sci-fi fix in terms of yeah and like opening up this socio-political conversations too it's it's definitely something that that is timeless i think i think it, it deserves that that you know that word branded mm-hmm. onto it and and uh and hands down i love yoko kano so this is i think one of her best soundtracks that she has contributed to hands down every song a bop <laughs> yeah. truly um and whenever she works with maya sakamoto who does voice the major in the original Japanese track. She's like a very well-ranged person. It's insane. Like I don't, I don't understand why she's not as like a big deal as she is. But, um, uh, she's a pretty big deal. I mean, in terms of like talking about her, right? I mean, she's a pretty big deal. Like I, but like I feel like people always talk about Mamoru Miyamoto. Like you know, again, like it's sexism. I'm telling you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we we always hear male say your names often when people like uplift things. But yeah, she when when those two work together, it's always something great. Um, so it's very interesting to hear her vocals on like some songs, and it kind of like has this weird connection back to the major in a way, which is I, which is very intentional, I think. Um, but yeah, she has like an amazing range where she can do like deep, like a deep voice, and on another level, like her more natural, like higher pitched voice. But um, yeah, like excellent soundtrack. Um, very, I, I like very, <laughs> like I just love the industrial sound to it. Um, and that, I think again, like that continues on with the rest of the into the next season, which again, like I would say, is totally different. But I think if you are comfortable with this first season as is, you, I think you would like the second season. Um, but I think the second season more focused in that regard on what they want to do. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, those are my thoughts. It's it's highly positive. Uh, I've seen the. I wanted to watch the Japanese track, but I just ended up, you know, sinking into the English dub, which is the only version I've ever seen of it. You know, I've seen I've seen the original like Japanese like track, like but just clips of it. I've never seen it in full. Um, I don't think the dub has aged well. I would say, um, in a sense of like, I feel like a lot of the acting is kind of stiff. I, I th- there's definitely a certain voice direction that a lot of anime dubs for some reason at the point in time, and I don't know what the word is. I am not someone who's in professional voice acting. I can't comment like that. Regard like, but there are times like it, it. It feels very like it feels very like they are reading a script. Um, <laughs> I, it, it, I'd be very interested to see how that how that um, direction and feel changes a little bit in the second season, but I, I, it feels very much like they're reading a script a lot of times. And there's a lot, like, you know, a lot of times when there's, there's the natural, like, more comedic banter, banter like, a lot, it, it feels better, but, like, a lot of times in more serious moments, it feels a little stiff and feels very, like, ooh, this is, like, an older dub, yeah. It just, it just, it just sounds that way to me. Um, I, I, d- I think they truly did not comprehend like what a like deep series they're doing, you know, like what kind of series they were doing in the beginning. But so I uh, like again, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm curious as to see how that how it sounds. I think later on, like in the second season, if I were to ever revisit it, um, this you know, assuming it's the same cast, of course. But yeah, those are my thoughts on it. It's 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 a very good it's a very good series. Highly highly recommended if one has not tried it um, yet. Yeah, so, um, uh, with regards to the soundtrack, here, I, I've seen this show several times, also, let me say, as my, uh, thing, <laughs> um, as, uh, for the soundtrack, it's really good, um, the opening is fine, I think it's fine, I'm not the biggest mm-hmm. fan in the world of it, um, but I think the, um, music that they use for each individual episode, like, when they have a vocal track for an ending, is all really great stuff, just really, yeah. really, really good. Uh, fits the mood great and um the stuff with uh uh oh god how do you pronounce is it origa is that who the uh yeah, vocalist the, is mm-hmm. yeah um yeah that that's great uh, all of it's just really good music really great stuff i that's yoko kano though as you said uh just <laughs> generally great stuff um uh when it comes to the animation for the show um it's def. It's the type of thing where uh, the way I felt about this is the same way when I, we we watched it, the first few episodes of Yashihime, and I was like, they don't make it like this anymore. That's exactly how I felt watching it. Where like <laughs> there is, like John said, there is a lot of effort and like care put into everything, but it's like less. It's more like um, they put a lot of effort into the static imagery um, and yeah. everything to really nail the atmosphere and vibe and stuff like that. And then, like, when they talk, it's really funny. Like, there's a lot of scenes in this where, like, Togusa will walk into a room and it's just his face very, like, mildly emoting for, like, a full minute. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, you know, that's the nature of the show, right? Um, and the other funny thing about the show that I, I, I really love every time I watch it is how pissed off they get, but their face is completely emotionless because, you know, they're talking over Discord in right. their heads of <laughs> exactly and that's really good i um i i think like uh like you said uh something that strikes me about this as a cyberpunk work compared to most other cyberpunk works is it has a much more basis in what made sense for the technology where it was going 
what an evolution of the current stuff is you know like the chat room stuff obviously is like a little different from what chat rooms are today let's say and mm -hmm. uh but it's at the same time it, there are echoes of what today is like there in a lot of the bad ways <laughs> for yeah uh, stuff but um i think it's much more effective than something like you know uh cyberpunk 2070 <laughs> we're seeing coming up <laughs> like these weird like it feels like especially like in the 90s it was on this real precipice of what technology was doing to the world i think and like right. where we were going that they could make a lot of assumptions that you know hit the nail on the head of like oh this is where it could go if it goes bad and today it's like well it went bad what if it was just everyone was just evil and just <laughs> <laughs> punched you on the street like that's what most modern cyberpunk is right like it's just like what if they had just swords and they killed you like that's what cyberpunk what if, yeah, feels like it is now extra bad and yeah <laughs> like a layer of absurdity to it that at that point is kind of detached from reality exactly right? yeah Mm -hmm. whereas this felt a lot more grounded and uh yeah. like really like I, I you know if i had watched this in the 90s at my current age i would have been like oh geez uh-oh these computers <laughs> man you know or whatever <laughs> um oh yeah uh it was just as good as i remembered uh i actually liked togusa more this time because i think he looks like a sad dog every time he's in a scene and it's really funny to me it, uh, it's true though yeah that was something when i was watching the x-files recently and they get uh john doggett as this who's the second oh partner in he looks like a sad dog all the time and i think that's just like my favorite thing now is when they just have like a really sad man like just <laughs> like looking off the distance and everyone's just mean to him and they're not that mean to Togusa, but I mean they're kind of mean to Togusa. He the probably episode deserved where, it. Like, he has to go to that facility. They were they were they, pretty mean. Yeah, they were pretty mean to him. They, in were that like, episode. He fucking, he, they didn't help him. They were like, I no. was baffled. I was like, I forgot that's what happened. I was like, wow, he just fucking almost dies, and yeah. that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you gotta file a report anyway, even though you don't remember what happened. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, like, Jesus. Uh, I especially appreciated this having seen, um, so I, I watched Arise, like, a couple years ago, um, yeah. and that was okay, but... Oh, okay, so that, it, yeah, that's part of what I'm hearing, it's, like, it, mixed, but it's, it, not, it's yeah. not negative, it's, not it's like, positive <laughs> Yeah. It's just, it's not this. Um, uh, uh -huh. yeah. It's very much a type of thing where you watch it, and I think, like, they have a real weird focus that I think a lot of the post-standalone complex works regarding Ghost in the Shell has towards Kusanagi, where it's very, like... Like, listen, okay, in this, throughout this entire thing, she is in, like, a sexy outfit, like, the whole time, right? right? Like, we're, this, yeah. that's how it is. It's not a great outfit. The first movie is really like point it out. Often. Yeah, they don't, which is good. I like that because you know I, I would probably do the same thing. But like <laughs> yeah, the first movie, especially, I think is a good example of like you know what's the famous scene from it? Oh, she's naked. You know, like yeah, her clothes fall off. Yeah. Her clothes fall off and stuff like that. She's and, like jumping off the building. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's fighting fighting the tank and she's naked. Whatever you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. And then I think, like, Arise just really leans into that in a not great way. Um, but not as bad as the Netflix series, <laughs> which didn't even get Maya Sakamoto for Kusanagi, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, <laughs> she probably said no. She's yeah, like, she probably said no, because anyone was like, what the fuck is this? She, she sent something. She was like, I got, I got better time somewhere else. <laughs> so when I said, like, the animation was very static a lot of the time... Um, I think that's good 
because I think I, I love how much they talk and how much they talk things out in this and how they like have great environments that they're interacting with and stuff like that. Like I, I really like everything they did with this show with when they did decide to use the animation, like it was like, Whoa, you know, like a fight scene or something. Mm -hmm. Um, or like beautifully rendered headshot animation or whatever, when they shoot a robot in the head. Um, but uh yeah the the netflix series is just hey what if it was all fighting what if they were fighting all the yeah. time what if they're just fighting non-stop what if yeah. kusanagi was a stormtrooper and so was bato and they miss every single shot that they take on everyone <laughs> yeah the, the biggest complaint across the board really is that it just lacks the substance of like what any of the previous like even 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 to cite the bad live action you know Scarlett Johansson's Asian like movie like like even to cite like it, it that even like from my understanding of the plot um like it actually does touch upon the same themes that the series does but like this recent Netflix series really does not do anything it's 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 really like a pure on surface level action series and that's kind yeah. of that that's what it is you know it's kind of like a waste of like what that you know what you know what the foundation of like you know people have seen so far with everything else you know. Even the bad, yeah, even the bad life action movie, like it even explores into that sort of like those questions about that stuff. But yeah, so that's kind of like across the board what's bad about it, um, and just how I don't, in my opinion, just how it looks too. It doesn't look like a finished CGI series. Um, just something about it is is not. It's, it doesn't look. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't know? look good. It's like they translated that art style, like instead of being like, hey, this art style would work really well for a two D thing. They just were like, "Oh, well, let's make it CGI because that's cheap." Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, it, it looks it looks a little stiff. I, I I think it dates it more than like what standalone complex looks like, you know. Funnily enough, so. Yeah, yeah. That's that shows really bad. That's kind of part of the thing that I was saying. Like, it, whereas Ghost in the Shell feels like it has so much of the stuff that is like, oh yeah, this is like reflective of what modern society has become way back then. Um, that stuff is just the you know. Oh, America is which they have to like you know make the um, what is it I forget what America is called in uh, Ghost in the Shell it has an insane name. It's like uh, the Empire. Something. It's like the Empire. Of, it like um, became the Empire. Yeah. I forget. Whatever you know. It uh, they 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 like have to do a bunch of politics with that because most of the series takes place in America because Netflix. It's just stupid. Patrick Huge is a villain. Like it's uh, <laughs> God's gift to yeah. man or whatever it was. What do you think? Patrick Huge. Patrick Huge. <laughs> Whereas like this is like the Laughing Man animation effect they do to people's faces when the Laughing Man stuff happens. That's great. I love to see it. It's that's, very cool. It's very fun. Uh, just a, it's a great series. You know, I, I really thought it was really good, and um, I was happy to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a few years, so. It's nice to see it again, especially after seeing the Netflix one. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not good. Have you been following that like consistently or no? I watched all of it when it came it out. out. Uh, oh my goodness! Well, you, so, know you know it has another season too. Oh, like, that's what? great! I don't want to think about that. I'm not sad. going to do that. Very sad. That is really sad. That's miserable. I. What are they doing to her? Huh? What are they? What are they doing to them? I oh, just like. I I um. Yeah, I watched the Patrick Huge episode with a few friends, and because we, we thought that was insane, and we had to see it. Is that like, the one where he like cartwheels? He cartwheels naked, naked, and yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that episode was horrible, and I was just like, you know what? I'll just watch all of it, and it was really bad. It was really, really bad. It was not worth <laughs> it. I don't recommend it to anyone out there. Just watch Standalone Complex instead. Um, 
or arise arise is fine also like i said it's it's fine um do you remember how you had to get arise over here it was like a verizon exclusive or something yeah what yeah was was that when amazon was still like doing their and yeah i don't even think amazon had like made itself like a big thing this was like 2015 i think so like i mean it was big but like i don't think they were getting into streaming stuff that much like anime strike hadn't happened yet it was like oh okay it was like a verizon fios exclusive or like a phone thing some weird thing you had to do (laughs) great it's really weird um all right is that everything about ghost in the shell uh it will be after i read the uh oh wait the opinion we got Okay, you can read the what? opinion. Let me say, have one more opinion, which is that okay, the thing that really struck me was about with regards to the dub is that I think a few of the voice actors are fine, and I think they do an okay job. I yeah. think it is very much what LV said, where you can tell it is the nature of how they did all of that stuff back in the day, where they are not interacting with each other in the same room. They are not bouncing off of another person's lines. They are not hearing the other person speak. They are just reading it outright yeah they're um, like too busy trying to sync with the lips in a sense like there's like too much of like a, a technical like methodical process to it yeah compared. exactly Whereas compared to like much better dubs you know and, and again there's still some bad ones today but like there's definitely a huge difference now where i think there's more emotion and and like i think better better trained actors i mean not actors but like directors coming from the experience where they probably dub animate themselves like i feel like i feel like in a lot of anime that was coming into ds like late 90s like like a lot of directors were kind of not coming from the experience of like, oh, we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta dub over a track, and I think that's yeah. I think it's a very interesting thing to think about too. So like, I think now there's a better sense of like, okay, yeah, let's focus on the acting and not like we gotta make sure we are syncing up to the script and scenes, you know. Um, Here's so. yeah, I, I was gonna say that like I feel like the main characters are well dubbed, like especially like the main three, mm-hmm. uh, but otherwise it is oh, kind Bato's of wonky. Great, yeah, yeah Bato's like especially a standout for the dub. I think the thing that murdered me and really made me be like, oh god, this dub was when fucking Dexter's dad from Dexter's Laboratory was <laughs> Nanao. Um, so what I did <laughs> is, I, I had watched this originally dubbed, right? The series. The first time I ever watched it was dubbed. Um, I watched e- every episode I switched is how I did this. Between the dubbed and the subbed. Because I had the subbed oh, okay. uh, from somewhere else. And uh, the sub is... is probably more cohesively better i think probably um which i mean makes sense obviously but uh i i I didn't have a problem with the dub i've seen some bad dubs and i don't think this was the worst ever that i saw definitely not it's just it's just like moments where it's like "Hmm." yeah well like togusa will say something and you'll be like hmm Especially the the fucking all the side people are really like I said like Dex, <laughs> Dexter's dad from like all I can think of like Saturdays for dads when he's like out there like killing someone or whatever he's it, like Haha, got them like, I'm like oh, it definitely it definitely had the it definitely again had the vibe of like what like how like stuff like worked back then where like yeah, yeah well, uh, minor character that only appears by we'll just grab the random person and not because we had actors around in a full full yeah (laughs) exactly yeah there's a there's a character that pops up like or see again i haven't finished anything but like they have used 
Kai is a voice actor from Digimon twice already in the 12 episodes <laughs> that I've watched. And, like, it's not like, oh, I can tell us. Like, he's using the exact same voice he uses for Tai. It, it's super distracting when you hear that. But, you know. <laughs> all right. You can read your opinion now. I think that's all I got. All right. Well, it's not my opinion. It I is, know. Uh, I, I, you're holding it. I'm no, I'm, I'm being a bastard. Uh, but yes, if you want to send an, an opinion or a question or whatever you want, send it to videogamechoochoo.tumba.com slash ask, and you'll sound like this. Natalie says, Standalone Complex is one of my all-time favorites. I think its single greatest strength is its pacing. Alternating between main arc episodes and self-contained story episodes is a structure that serves the series extremely well. It breaks up the dense main plot in a way that gives it room for you to digest it without overwhelming you but never takes you so far away from it that you lose track. Another small thing I like is how they dialed back the fan service of the first stretch after around seven episodes. Yeah, I think the um, the way they break it up is really good because if you, hear, if, you, if you heard someone say like, oh, well, some of these episodes are important to the main plot, but other ones aren't, like you think like, oh, this is going to be like weird, like I'm going to be left waiting to see the continuation, but they all bleed into each other really well, yeah. I think. Yeah, have, uh, yeah I references. agree. Like, it, it, it was very strategic that they yeah. like serialized the series in that way, and it, it's very, it, yeah, it doesn't feel like um, I have to wait for like the main plot. Like, no, yeah, like, uh, you make a great point where it just kind of bleeds. It feels like it does mesh together regardless of whether or not they have any connection to like the particular you know, the particular, like, bigger arc at hand. Well, you know, the first season being the Laughing Man arc. Um, yeah, and I mean, it, it makes sense even in context where, like, you know, I mean, maybe it's not necessarily the same where, you know, maybe that's not what's happening in canon, per se, but, you know, they're like a special forces unit, you know? They might just be, like, you know, doing some things for one job and, you know, doing the Laughing Man investigation, but then, oh, here's something that came up today, let's take care of this, you know? That's realistic. Yeah, it's a structure yeah. that makes sense. So it doesn't. It's not like they're just doing it randomly too. It it right. actually makes sense for the context yeah. of what their tasks are, exactly. what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Good show. It's a good program. Yes, very good show. All right. With that, um, I guess we'll go on to the main show. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. What do we want to start with? Does anyone have anything they want to talk or cover first? I mean, I could do the usuals, get those out of the way. If you want to, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, right. the beginning this time. Right Usually at the beginning. Like cap off the end. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I'll, nice I'll get it up. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, folks. We had um, we had a, a troubling episode of Precure followed Is that not by... every episode? Well, okay. We had an especially <laughs> troubling episode. troubling every episode. I know I do. I know, but we had an especially troubling episode, and then a uh, normal amount of troubling episode afterwards. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read off what I wrote down here. So it's it's so bizarre the way that this episode goes down is so bizarre. So the the main girl, um, Nodoka, is like walking out of school, and she's like, oh. I can't really hang out too much, guys. I have someone important to me showing up to see me. And so they're all like, oh, what is it? You got a boyfriend? <laughs> but then there's just this old guy standing there waiting for her outside the school. And they're like, what the fuck? And she just goes, hey, this is my doctor. <laughs> 
it's okay. her doctor. It's her doctor from when she was in the hospital. Like, coming to visit her family. Which, that is extremely bizarre to me. Like, I don't know, I... You know, like, I feel like if you're, you know, helping the family and you, like, help make sure that she didn't die, maybe you might have some kind of relationship with the doctor afterwards, but... I don't know, I, I can't imagine anything beyond, like, sending them Christmas cards or something like that, yeah. you know? Like, I can't imagine being like, oh yeah, no, they're gonna come over for, like, a weekend. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, in a modern context, I don't think that is commonplace. Out. Like, I, like the way I'm thinking of it is like, oh, like, is it a family personal doctor? Like, no, are it, you, like, no, it was just, like, no, it was on? just, it was just the guy <laughs> at the hospital who, like, helped treat her. Interesting, but, okay. But then, like, they're all sitting around having dinner, and I swear to God, he he brings up, he reveals that he has quit the hospital. He's no longer a doctor. Uh, <laughs> so why is he? <laughs> so, and then he, so I need your help, guys. <laughs> no, so later on that night, <laughs> later on that night, he and Nodoka like go for a walk, and he explains really what happened because he he go, he he says the reason why I quit was because while I was treating you, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with you, and then you all of a sudden got better, so I felt useless. <laughs> Holy shit. And if you recall, the reason why she was sick was because she had a pathogerm in her, and the reason why she got better was because the pathogerm left and became the twink. So that's why he felt bad. And so Nodoka's like standing there like, oh, God, like, do I tell him? Like, do I tell him about pathogerms? Because, you know, maybe then he won't quit and maybe he can go back to his life and he won't be so depressed because he was like actively depressed about this. Like, I was half expecting them to like say that he became an alcoholic or something. So then... I don't really remember exactly how it goes down, but, like, they talk it out, and he kind of realizes, like, well, you know, I can still help people because I was still, like, there for you, and, you know, it doesn't matter too much if I wasn't, like, the active solution or whatever. The What matters is you got better. And, um, so there was that. Okay, that's good. And- he realized... You know that that stuff shouldn't matter much. <laughs> yeah, and and so then he's leaving. He gets in his car, and he drives away the next day. And on his way out, he almost runs over the twink who got powered up. He got he put the crystal inside of him, so now he's he's powered up. And so then the twink infects him, and he ah. turns into a a, a giga pathogerm. And so they have to save him, and that's that's kind of it. They save him. And that, that's it. But uh, I will say there is there is a, a new complaint, the ultimate complaint, especially from me, who is chronicling the dog's illness. Mm-hmm. They are still showing the instance of the dog getting sick. They haven't, for the past two episodes, this episode and the next episode, they don't show the dog being cured. They just show the oh. dog post-cure. So I can't get like a direct timestamp, you know. I can be like, "This well, is where it's the not dog called post cure, John." But it, boop. 
I'm, I'm just very upset that I can't th- can't get exact time frames. Like I'm having to write like the dog appeared cured, which I, <laughs> I, I, I need to I like that. citation needed. Wow. Yeah, which I, I do need to up. I do need to actually get around to updating the Twitter because I'm like a few episodes behind because like some episodes got like I put them in the schedule and then they got deleted somehow because Twitter fucked up. I don't know what's going on with that, but what I do know is I'm very upset with that and I am gonna update it soon. But it's very upsetting. Uh, and then episode 34 was just another episode about Chiyu in, tr- in track. She She's doing track stuff again. And she has a rival who is angry at her for defeating her. Like, she's mad that Chiyu defeated her in the, in the, in the, in the jump. The, the, the pole jump, whatever the hell that's called. You know when you, like, dive sideways over the pole? I don't know what that's called, but... She's, she does that. That is her track thing. Um, and they're very, she's very upset at you for being good at that. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much the entire episode. It's just Chiyu, like, challenging herself because she wants to be better than her rival. But then the rival gets infected by a pathogen, and they have to save her. And then they become friends, but also still rivals. And that's it. It wasn't really that, that interesting. Um... There is one part that was very interesting, though, where it was uh, the lady, the lady pathogerm uh, was, like, going to attack, uh, I think, Nodoka, and she straight up does the fucking tri-beam pose. Like, the exact pose, and they even, like, replicate the shot of when Tien is aiming the Neo tri-beam at Cell. Like, it's the exact fucking pose. I, like, we were watching it in the shoot chat, and we were all flipping out, like, oh my god, Neo tri-beam! Like, we were, like, flipping out, like... That was good. And I mean, it's it was probably a legit reference because it's Toei, you know? So they wanted to make a DBZ reference, and I respect that because that is still the rawest part of Dragon Ball Z, Glad period. Glad someone out there still appreciates Tien for what he is. Someone's gotta. And not Dragon Ball itself. Um, that's wild. And that makes yeah. sense. I mean, yeah, I can, that, I'm surprised that hasn't happened earlier, like where they would just offhand reference, like, other Toei properties, but I, I, it sounds like the series is at a point where it's just gone completely off the rails, especially <laughs> with the animals. Um, don't know what's up with them. Yes. Are they are have have they been up to any shenanigans recently? Like off, um, uh, like or no? I mean, they're they're starting to like gear up for the next series. It looks like so. I oh. guess this one's going to end soon. Um. It's a little hard to say because, you know, usually it's like it's a yearly franchise where, you know, it like started last year and it'll end. It was supposed to end this year, but because of COVID, it got delayed a little bit. So who knows how that's going to like fully affect this? You know, are they going to cut it a little short? Are they going to keep it going into next year or like like longer into next year because like they've already announced some stuff that's going to be in next year. Like I think there's going to be like the 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 movie is going to be next year because from what I saw, but the, what, what I guess they do for Precure is uh, like about halfway through the show, they do a like crossover movie with like yeah. previous Precures. And then at the end, they do a movie that is just them. So I think that movie is going to be sometime next year. So we'll we'll see how that goes, I guess. I don't know. I, you know, pre, I mean, Precure is just, uh, you could say Precure is the um, girl-coded 
Common Rider series. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess Common so. Rider does That's the same thing where they have weird yeah. crossover movies that have nothing to do with anything. Except in Common Rider Build, they did this really weird thing where it's the only one of these that I've watched so far where they just like had this dumb crossover movie and then they just like acted like that was important lore for the series going forward. Okay. Like they were just like had flashbacks to it. Do they do that in Precure at all? Have they yet? No, they don't okay. really reference the old stuff at all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really matter in that. It was just like, wow, here's how this tech works that's going on in the thing. Remember when we fought that guy? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they don't do that that much. I mean, there's like little references here and there, I guess. But, you know, they're usually just kind of talking about the future, I guess. The future? Yes, the future. The future. Um. So then we had pocket monsters. Mm. And folks... What we've all been waiting for. It happened. The Mewtwo episode. I geeked the fuck out the whole time. It was, you know, it was it was really contrived how it happened. Because <laughs> it starts off with the professor just being like, Hey kids, there's like... There, there's scans going on and it says that there's a Mew on this random island and so they're all like wow we gotta head over to that island to catch Mew right Go and then Go's like yeah I gotta catch Mew and they travel to this island all by themselves and there's like 10 minutes of them just like getting owned by big Pokemon like a Gyarados <laughs> almost kills them a Kingler almost kills them just a, a bunch of other Pokemon just almost kill them and then before they die, they actually die, they, like, wash up in this, like, ancient crevice, and there's all these, like, little baby Pokemon, and all the baby Pokemon are scared of them. And they kind of follow the baby Pokemon in, and then fucking Mewtwo, like, floats down like he did in the movie. Like, uh-huh. y- y- yeah, you know that, like, that, like, tube that he comes down in? It's, it's like that, except it's like a forest. And that was pretty tight. And he's got his fucking voice. He's got the same voice actor that he has in the in the Japanese version of the movie and in Smash Bros. So I was geeking out over that. And he fucking he's just like, like goes just like, oh, I want to catch every Pokemon. We came here because we wanted to catch Mew, but you're here. And then Ash is like, yeah, but I want to fight everybody. And Mewtwo's like, all right, how about we knock out two birds with one stone? I'll fight both of you. And if you can beat me, go can catch me. And then these, they're just like, all right, sure. And so then the rest of the episode is just a battle. And Mewtwo is just no-selling everything. Like, they are throwing everything at him. And he is just blocking everything. Like, he's not even attacking. The whole episode, he's just blocking shit. And then at the end, he just does, like, a giant shadow ball. Like a fucking, like, like a, like a fucking, uh spirit bomb and just drops it on them and then he's just like all right y'all done (laughs) and they're just like yeah we're done and that's just it they just leave like Mewtwo just like teleports them home and that's it and that but but it it is it is revealed that that the reason why Mewtwo is there is because all those baby pokemon that were scared of them they were scared because they were mistreated by humans but then Mewtwo showed them that they were nice humans so they aren't the babies aren't scared of them anymore so, that's what Mewtwo's doing. Mewtwo is just, like, is, like, stealing, like, uh, Pokemon that are being abused from their trainers and keeping them safe on an island Shout in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Mewtwo's doing the good shit, yeah. 
And and, they, and and there's also, like, a shot that's kind of like the ending of the movie where he's, like, carrying all the babies away and flying away like he does with the clone Pokemon at the end of the movie. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure they they probably had to, like, do that to make up for the fact of the fucking 3D movie existing. That sucked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know a single person that liked it. I never saw anyone say anything good about it. I mean, I haven't seen it because I don't want to see it. Why you would know? you like, want if it? I, yeah, like you could just watch the original yeah. and it looks better. Yeah, just watch the original. Yeah, the original. Like I like, like you know, the original is not like a great movie. It is a dumb kids mo- kids anime, whatever the hell. But like, I think just for what it is and for like how like it, it looks really cool. Like uh, how that movie used shadows is really great. I think it still looks cool. Um... And I mean, yeah, like, I like I just, you know, I'm going to dweeb out when I see Mewtwo. I love Mewtwo, but it, it, it was it was just funny seeing him just completely no-sell. Just, like, he did not do anything. He was just blocking everything, like, shooting shadow balls at flamethrowers and all that. He just did not care. It was good. Um, and then the episode after that was an, it was an eating contest episode. Okay. Which was oh, very wow. funny. Um... <laughs> Because uh, one of the professor's, like, uh, assistants is is obsessed with the eating contests, and specifically about, like, the champion of them, who is a Blaziken, who she is just, like, completely horny for. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and so then, you know, uh, Ash enters his Dragonite, but the Dragonite is, like, uh, is a light eater, so he, like, loses immediately. Uh, Go has a Squovit, like, the little squirrel. Um but then uh, Team Rocket brings in more Peko, but they like <laughs> they all like, they all they starved it so it would eat more. <laughs> so it's just pissed as fuck the entire time. They like tied it up to bring it in, and it's just like it's it's like screaming and trying to bite them the whole time. But when they put the food in, put it in front of the food, it eats all the food. And it's just extreme. It's extremely funny. It was a very good episode. Um, the, I, I I don't know if I see. I don't know if I should be like telling it everyone everything that happens in these in these episodes because I do think people should be watching the show. Um, <laughs> but yes, it it was very funny. Um, just a lot of like dumb anime bullshit. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot. So definitely, definitely check that one out. If you so wish. All right. Um, I uh, I wonder if they'll ever acknowledge any other Pokemon movie. Uh, that is. I mean, one or two. Well, I'm trying to think because I was gonna because you just mentioned one or two because I was gonna say I think there was a point where Ash mentioned like meeting Lugia before or something like they that. They did the whole so. movie too, the the remake movie or whatever the. The I choose you, but it's Lugia this time. No, oh, well, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I think that they. I think we need to revisit Entei being her dad. That's all I'm saying. I think we need, to, as a society, yeah. we need to go back <laughs> and evaluate what went on there. <laughs> <laughs> or the Latias that really wanted to go. Yeah, the Latias <laughs> really liked Ash. That too. She really loved him. Uh, when the Onion Fairy died. 
that yeah. too. That was really sad. And and, 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 and oh, he fucking met Professor Oak. And was... they had like a yaoi romance going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot we need to go back and examine. I think is that... what we're like. Remember when Jirachi was... like disintegrated May? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she. I oh man dating the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Jirachi <laughs> annihilated. People. Yeah. Yes. Just like goodbye. by being sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, are we gonna have to do like a Pokemon <laughs> movie year or something? Just like every year. month, watch them. Yeah, well, because there's like there's like seventeen movies. We'll put we're gonna them have in a hat and we'll pull yeah. one out and go. This is the movie we're watching. <laughs> okay. Um, no, there's so much we need to examine here. I'm trying to think of the other. We're never watching the Volcanian one. I will tear that one out of the hat and it won't go. As much. I don't want to see that shit again. Um, okay. But yeah, there's a lot of shit. There's there, those are some crazy. They need to acknowledge this more. That's the best stuff right there. All that stuff mm-hmm. we described. Um, all right. Um, Elvie, would you like to talk about uh something? Sure. Yeah. Like? Um. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I actually actually shocked when we did not watch like a jillion stuff this week. Wow. Wow. Um, coming in from you got to make up for the last time where you right i had to like thanksgiving break includes taking a break from anime i guess uh (laughs) so um my my latest you know as as we are still recovering from angel beats uh as i'm now watching and have been watching the day i became god um the latest jude maeda joint they finally they finally dropped so i didn't realize the series is gonna be 24 episodes Holy cow. I thought this series was going to be 12. <laughs> we are, I think, on episode 8 or 9 here. But at this point, they, they finally reached an interesting turning point where, I was, you know, like, I've been watching this. There's, like, so far, there's been no weird, weird bullshit. You know, again, the whole thing where this this man loves his tropes. They finally mm-hmm. did it. They finally did They finally did it. They finally, they finally revealed there is a chronically ill girl in this series. <laughs> <laughs> they finally did it. Yeah, you um, And yes, so the tw- there's a twist here, and I'm gonna just say up front because again, this is eight episodes in. I don't, I, and like yeah, I would say I'm still gonna say consistently. This is like okay, a very interesting, decent series so far. Um, so again, the whole premise of the series is that this high school kid he meets this random like little girl. And she claims to be a god, and she's very, like, you know, delusional. She keeps saying, like, oh, I can predict things happening. And much of the series is them just doing shenanigans together, like, just weird shit. And it's pretty, again, it's pretty funny. I think the com- his comedy has, like, and again, I'm just saying, I'm saying it as, like, it's one guy doing it. It's like, no, not necessarily. But I'm just saying, like, overall, like, this this theme, like, since Angel Beats, the comedy of this stuff has improved, I would say it's, it's a little more, it's a little more, it, it's, it's, it's a little more, it depends less on like a specific punchline, so the randomness of like the slapstick is actually funny. But like, um, but yeah, like she she's predicting like, oh, the world's gonna end in this amount of days. So like he's like, I think they're in summer break. So he's literally like just doing weird shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna um go join this like shoji tournament, or like I'm gonna try and meet this famous person, and like I'm gonna finally confess my love to like my childhood, and like he keeps you know, and like he either keeps like failing or like he's succeeding in weird ways he didn't expect. And yeah, it's pretty, that's been pretty run the mill, but there's been, there's been this underlying thing where I don't, there's some like hacker thing going on where, um, on the other end, they, they kind of recently revealed this other character who seems to be some sort of hacker. And he, he, I don't know. I was like, this is, I don't know. Like, is this, is this the stuff that happens in watchdogs? (laughs) 
Like, he literally <laughs> seems to be able to pull up this UI and he kind of can figure out people's information. Again, I don't know. It's That's what seems to be what's going on here. So there's been some theories going around. People are saying, like, oh, she's, like, psychic or, like, she can predict things because she probably has the same thing going on with her, but she's not saying it. Um, but the whole thing is, like, yeah, his the, the main character's family knows the girl's, like, family. There's, like, a whole connection there where, like, they're not being upfront with him about it for some reason. I don't know why they're not, because, like, if they're going to take in a random girl in their house and he has to live with her, like, why aren't they being explicit about it? But anyway, point is, he finally meets her parents. And... They re- and then he- there's like this oh shit moment where they outright tell him and they like ha- like like her mom sees her and she freaks out and then the father's like you know we got we got to leave we got we got to talk about this outside the house and like go far they literally drive to the beach like they're they're like oh we gotta we gotta go so far from the house from this and explain what's going on he already tells her um, tells him I'm saying um, that um, our daughter died like years ago like uh, whoever this girl is. Um, she is not our real daughter. So they go into a whole thing saying she died of some muscle degenerative disease like a long time ago that affected both, you know, both her body, her mind, and like she died at a very young age. She died like barely like a, a child. So, and it kind of just ends on that. So like, um, and, um, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't really go more into that. So, um, but so, so again, so pretty much the takeaway from episodes like now questioning what this girl is and like, what's her deal or like, um, if she actually is, like, who she's claiming to be. But again, like, it's just weird to me. No one's explaining anything to this kid up front. Like, he, she has to live with this girl. Why is no one just saying up front, like, oh, she's, yeah. she's some sort of experiment, or, like, or, or she's a clone. Like, what, like, what's the deal? But I don't know, like, there's, there's this, like, weird implication there is, like, some weird, bigger, like, conspiracy or something. Well, not conspiracy, but some bigger, like, underlying thing where like he, the, the public should not know um again there's like seems to be this weird hacker subplot that seems to be connected with this and i don't know what it is yet but yeah it's getting interesting it's getting interesting but i was like wow at long last we get a, we get the chronic wheel girl but <laughs> but um yeah it's it's otherwise been very interesting so far um it's it's yeah it's yeah i i would say i'm just really compelled to watch it every week um it's again it's not like an amazing thing like it still i think has a little issues where it gets a little corny sometimes when some some of its jokes again, you know, being forceful, but otherwise it's like, yeah, it's it's. I was pleasantly surprised by like how like interested I am and 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 like curious to know like what the explanation is because again, like a lot of these, a lot of the, a lot of the key stuff like canon, Quinad, like again, the whole thing is like they're not necessarily like supernatural or very fantastical up front, but like there is like a little bit of that to kind of justify like what's going on. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a little fun little thing. Been following. I might watch that now that you've said all of this yeah. about it, because uh... it's the, yeah. The first couple episodes are wild, mm-hmm. um, and again, like I think when it, last time I talked about it, this is the most involved I've ever seen a protagonist's parents be involved <laughs> yeah. in an anime yeah, protagonist's life. I think you were started to say that last there, time too. There, there, no, there, there's like actually really funny moments where he's like, uh, and I think I said this like it, it was an episode before this where like he's in a room with a full of people and they're trying to make a movie project or something. I forgot what the context was. And he's like, damn, I made so many friends and I've, like, accomplished so much. I wish my mom was here. And, like, he realizes, oh, shit, my mom's right in front of me. Like, there's constant moments where they acknowledge the fact that his parents are alive. And it's pretty funny to me. Like, they actually are really, like, uh-huh. like no, his parents are alive. Like, and they're there. But they, they keep getting overseas. involved with the shenanigans and are supportive with it, which is, which is kind of great. Um. Yeah. All right. I might check that out if I ever have time. 
with all these anime <laughs> out there. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a 24 episode series. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. Which again, I think like our, you know, like referencing Angel Beats one more time. Like, I think that was a huge problem with it. It was like only 12 episodes. And I think if they, honestly, I think it could have like improved if they just had more like. If they made more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if they if, if not if if it was not that long, but yeah, prioritizing to focus on like we could have used more time to like expand upon and develop these characters as opposed to like only focusing on three of them, and then like a bunch of them just disappeared at then, you know? Yeah. Um, which is what the issue was. Maybe someday. I would say that's kind of my issue with the series so far, where it's been really entirely focused around him, the one main character, and they they're not really. I mean, again, like a lot of other main characters are not. Um, and the cast, they're not, they're really are supporting characters, I would say, so f- thus far. They're not really exploring them enough where it's asking me, I mean, it's making me ask questions like, oh, I want to know more about them. I think so far they're really just kind of serving the roles as supporting cast. But again, there's like, it's, it, I think it's, I think it's avoiding the problem where, um, it kind of understands now, like, we have a lot of characters here. We're not going to go too much into them where you're going to now start asking about, like, their development, right? But it's, it's mostly framed around him and this, like, this kid, so. Could, I mean, yeah. Maybe they'll make Angel Beats too one day. The the VN. Maybe right? they'll continue the games. They said they were supposed. To, uh, <laughs> the which was like last in twenty ten, I think, or fifteen. Uh, twenty fifteen, yeah. <laughs> the first part long. of the visual novel. Which is oh. so weird that they came out five years after the game, and that was always the intention. That's so weird. That's. It, it is. It is very odd. And again, that developer is still making stuff. So yeah, and they never said no. It's not it's like just... they're not. It's not like they don't know that 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 was stopped for some reason. Something's up. They're not saying something. You know, it took <laughs> twelve. Not being honest here. It took twelve years for them to make DMC five after DMC four. So you never know. Like sometimes it's just <laughs> like that. Wait. Yeah. Nintendo's gonna come out and make. Um, I was gonna say a new F Zero game, but that seemed too laughably and impossible. Um, yeah, so I was no. Trying to think of something else that they would, <laughs> hadn't done in a while. Uh, I mean, Star Fox Zero. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all right. Let me think. Let me think about what I want to talk because I could talk about the really bad thing first. Or um, which one is that? The Elena episode. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me cover that actually. <laughs> okay, I can't remember what last week's was uh, for the life of me. If you ask me, I could not fucking tell the, you. Um, um, the lesbian. Lesbian. Yes. Right? Was that? Was I that don't know. Right? She she's been around. <laughs> she, kept, she kept shutting oh, her. Oh, the hair. Okay, so yes, that was the last time. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah, the so last oh, week's okay. episode before this week's one was um she goes to a town and there's a ripper going around oh Oh, oh. say the ripper's already taken three women's lives Uh oh and she's like oh no and everyone in the town is carrying dolls and she's like this is normal and then (laughs) she goes to sleep or whatever in an inn and then she wakes up and she has short hair and she goes, oh, my God, the Ripper is stealing women's lives, their hair. And I'm like, oh my God. OK, I don't know if this is some wordplay I'm missing it? out on. No, then oh, okay. <laughs> then uh, she goes to this witch who's investigating the Ripper or whatever, who's like this, like, 
I guess she's the the lesbian witch's teacher or whatever, and she has she just wears like a witch hat and then like wears her uh, like a jacket over her shoulders and it just always has the crossed arms or whatever. Um, she seems pretty cool. Um, they infiltrate a secret auction after she tortures the innkeeper. Um, uh huh. Where they are selling dolls with real human hair. Uh, for large amounts of money and this twisted woman is like haha yes I do it um, and I give all of my I give all the money from the auctions to the poor and everyone's like okay like what what is okay what is this what is any of this and then she just goes you know you could have asked people and they probably would have done that and she was like no it has to be this way and then she got like weird and evil and horny this woman uh-huh. makes the dolls and then they put her in a prison cell and that made her even hornier um uh-huh. and at the end they implied the lesbian which <laughs> killed her because she cut her girlfriend's hair or whatever and that was the whole episode uh-huh. That's Rose, this cool. show sucks. Yeah. I'm not even okay. watching it. <laughs> this show sucks. So then the most recent episode. So, so at that point. I'm excited for you to describe this. At that point, I, I was thinking. But I also do feel bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep going until the end. Um, so at that point, and we had said this when we I watched the foot fetish episode, I had assumed uh-huh. the series had curtailed into comedy. Just gone full hey we're gonna be a jokey show now or whatever right because like every episode recently has just been like very weird weird, jokey like people are still fucked up like we said in the first few episodes but we're not gonna be like serious about it we're just gonna be jokey this fucking episode (laughs) this week was so she goes into this town and she goes, wow, I'm hungry, and just sees a sign, and the sign goes, I will pay you in food and money to help me with a spell, any witches out there. And she goes in there, and she eats a bunch of food, and this witch is like, hey, so the job is, um, oh, first of all, Elena agrees to the job without hearing what it is first. Um, <laughs> Good. And the girl goes, okay, so I invented time travel magic because my best friend when I was a child became a mass serial killer at the age of eight. And after I finally was, after I, I, I had to track her down and kill her. And it uh, was horrible because she became evil after her parents were murdered by a robber that broke into their house. There's a lot. And she's like, so I, I want to go back in time because I've lived with the, the horror of having killed her my whole life or whatever. Um, so okay. I, I, I made this time travel magic to go back in time 10 years um, and we can we can be there for one hour and we can we can fix this I, I've planned this perfectly and Elena's like sounds great that's great that's a good plan <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they no. go back in time and she's like okay so I'm going to go get the parents out there or whatever send them to my parents house and then we'll beat up the robber when the robber comes or whatever and then we'll get the robber arrested and then we'll go back in time and everything will be fine and then like the girl's like okay so you wait here see if the robber comes earlier than I thought or whatever and I'll take the parents to my house or whatever 
and then oh no the, the, her magic detector is saying that she's fighting someone so she runs off to find where she went and she's there's just like the both of the parents and the witch girl are lying on the floor like all bloody and stuff like that or whatever and the little girl is wearing this evil hood or whatever and she has a joker mask of made of blood and she's just uh -huh. like drooling and oozing blood out of her mouth and she's like Haha, i killed them all yes dot 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 or whatever you know like and mm -hmm. Helena's like, oh my god, you're the bad guy, or whatever. This isn't supposed to happen. I can't believe it. And she goes, oh, well, my parents abused me and turned me into the monster that you see before you, or whatever. And she goes, like, why? Why would this make you into a... We came back in time to stop you from becoming a serial killer. And she goes, I become a serial killer? <laughs> Sounds pretty cool, or whatever. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> And then the oh, other witch no. gets up and is like, "I, uh, how could you do this? You've betrayed me. I'm going to put all of my memories into you, into a spell. And she just starts, like, chucking magic orbs at her that are, like, making her bleed tremendously. Again, this is a six-year-old, okay? <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. This is a six-year-old that she is, like, brutally beating up. Um, and... Eventually, she just throws one big magic orb, and her head just explodes like a video game character. Holy hell! And she's, like, just dead. And the other witch collapses. They go back into the future, or whatever, the modern times. And uh, the girl is, like, dead, basically. The w other witch is just, like, in a uh -huh. chair, like, oh, I don't remember anything anymore. And then Elena just goes outside and goes, damn, that was fucked up. And the episode ends, and I was just there, like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, uh, this sh uh -huh. this shot, this show is rating up to like number one episode of the week out of any anime, um, uh -huh. which is really depressing. <laughs> it is because it was one of the worst episodes of anything I have ever seen. I think it is the most like formulaic, like you know, gotta take him on a feels trip, but be edgy and fucked up type stuff. Um, I saw a few people refer to it as low-rent Higurashi, which absolutely is what it was, like a Higurashi ripoff. Uh, all those that came it's out like, around the time. It's, it's like Higurashi if you see it out of context and, like, the memes. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it, like, showing just the horror parts and, like, how, yeah, they do look really goofy out of context and in context, but, like, if you don't know why, that's, yeah, it looks like Yeah, that. like, there's reasons in Higurashi and they have things going on that lead up to those things, you know, like, yeah. not, <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, the, the Anime World Order review, not Anime World Order, uh, the Anime News Network uh, review that you sent us, Rose, was just like absolutely how you're making it sound, where it's just like, this sucked, but it's like funny in how much it sucked. It's like, like insane it's how bad it was. Like, I was like blown away. I was just like at the end, I was like, wow, okay. Like, yeah, that, like it's got, it's gotten so bad that it's hit like, oh, you should just watch this to laugh at it. Yeah, and like... The thing that really made me upset, and I said this uh, to y'all, like, uh, the the animation team for the show and even the composers yeah. for the music are so good at what they do. Right. And it's, like, it's being used on this fucking, like, nothing show where this, like, terrible person goes around and sees six-year-olds get murdered, right? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. like... Like, this is beautiful animation and it's being used to render a six-year-old getting, like, fetishistically murdered, basically, right? Like... Mm -hmm. what the fuck is that what is that like it's a shame is what it is 
And I'm trying to think, like, so they have, like, three episodes or something left of this. Maybe two, I don't know. I think three. Uh-huh. What are they going to be? Are they going to acknowledge that this happened? Is she still going to be depressed now? Are they going to do the fat phobic no. one? <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Oh, boy. Like, they might cap could you imagine if the next episode was the fat phobic one? Like, right oh after that? Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> cap it off strong. Like, I just don't know. Like... It was just so stupid. <laughs> like, if this, you know, this would have been bad if it had been, like, episode four or whatever, like, right after they did, right. or five, whatever, after the witch one, right? Or the princess yeah. one, where yeah. she, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if she murdered her dad. If it had continued dad, yeah. after that one, you know, it, I would have at least been, like, okay. You know, progression of themes or whatever, progression of, like, fucked mm. upness. This is, like, after they did a foot fetish episode. Like mm-hmm. a drunk episode, a and then the last one where it's like this person's going around cutting people's hair. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Six year old serial killer, and like just uh, saying nothing of like you know the whole like oh abuse made me a monster type storyline, which is really just bottom of the barrel stuff. Really just rotten. It's not good. It wasn't good. It was not a good thing. But I'll let you know how this goes <laughs> next podcast. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I've continued to realize that uh, Sleepy Princess is my favorite show this season, I think, easily. Uh, I think we said this last time, but God, it's really good. It makes me laugh mm-hmm. a lot every time I watch it. I agree, just like of stuff that is new this season, because, you know, like, I'm. I started to kind of catch up with Dragon Quest. I don't have anything mm. really to say, uh, but I will just mention that I am watching that. But Sleepy Princess just knocks it out of the park every episode. Like, that is also something that I'm watching in, like, to chat with everybody. And every episode, everyone in there, like, even the folks that aren't, like, super into anime will watch it and will just crack up. It is super, super oh, good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I finally watched the Hypnos episode and underrated part that you did not mention, John, last time. Uh, is the part where he's like talking to them on the TV and she just comes up to cut off his coat and they're all like just cheering her on like they're just like just trying to distract him hey I just didn't want to ruin it for you you know I know no I appreciate it but but I, I just oh was like oh and my the god four, and then just felt the need to bring, like reference the four panel the four reaction guys yeah in that thing. <laughs> I was, it was really off guard by now I was like wow okay I haven't seen this in years yeah I know <laughs> It's really strange. <laughs> um, but that was really good. That whole episode was really good. It was. The next episode was really good, where she just walks in the room and says, I had a nightmare. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> you <laughs> you like, all... Oh, we're in the middle of a meeting, and she's like, let me tell you about it. Yeah, they're all, they're all like, trying to move on and, like, ignore her, and she's just like, you know, if you tell somebody about your nightmare, it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, keeps talking, and there's, like... She just keeps going, yeah. And then she just says these fucked up things that happened in her childhood where this like child died who's the hero kid or whatever Uh (laughs) just like all the commentaries like no he died you left him to die that was his gravestone (laughs) and stuff like that (laughs) and she's just like ignoring them and just being like okay I feel better now thanks (laughs) but like just the progression of her going through all her weird nightmare stories about this equally nightmare child i guess this this kid the hero boy uh it was oh god i was i was really laughing 
Very uh, good. It's a great show. It's just good. Mm-hmm. I uh, they gave her the Bowser Jr. thing. Mm-hmm. That was they really. Did. I loved that. <laughs> she deserves it. Every- <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely deserves it. God. It's such a uh, yeah. I like. I remember first watching this and just thinking like, oh gosh, this is gonna be a one joke thing, and then it's just like, yeah, it's a two joke thing. But God, the way the the I'm trying to think of the word. The escalation. The escalation is just insane. Consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how it ends. I don't know if the manga's over or anything. I don't know. If, I don't think it is. Yeah. Okay. I wonder how the season will end. Another series also where you can really tell that they're putting a lot of effort into it, but I don't think it's wasted this time. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good. Um, okay. Uh, LV, do you want to talk about something else? Like Tony Kawa? Yeah. Um, hmm? Tokinawa, sorry. I think oh, yeah, Tokinawa. Um, so, again, this is an anime where not a lot happens. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'll, be fra- I'll be frank about that. But I think they're starting... So, this is this is a very strange series. So, it is clear that there is some sort of supernatural element going on here where, um, again, the main girl, like, she, I think she she is definitely some sort of reference to, I think, Princess Kaguya, you know, lives on the moon. Um, and the main character, his name is NASA, NASA. Uh, so, um. which was intentional. Yeah, so, like, there is a whole thing going on here where there are, like, elements where there's something about her that has, like... You know that seems otherworldly, but they're not really. I don't know. It's 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 weird because they're. It's clear it's there. I don't think they're just doing this like oh we're just like I think there's clearly something there because especially the whole thing where they met and he had like an accident and there's some aspect to her to her work. She kind of saved him, but they're not really clear as to what happened there. Um, but there there's a moment where, um, this is like the episode before the recent ones, um, where they she actually was adopted or rather she was like taken care of by this like wealthy like you know he you know he may sama stereotypical little girl <laughs> like she was part of this she was adopted by some rich family um and they you know they were taking care of her. and they don't really go into like i think i think they learned to like say like they don't rem- she doesn't remember like where she came from either and um yeah and basically he goes there and he's like you know and they're like like you know the girl like her his like so to speak her like her like stepsister i guess you know right her foster sister was like you know i'm i'm taking her back from you what like you know like you don't deserve you know like and it was just a whole thing where like he was trying to prove to himself to like to her adopted family you know like how they're married and whatnot and again everyone 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 thinks this marriage is fucked up so like again it's not it's not like outside from from the like in universe everyone's saying this marriage is fucked up why did you marry you know and otherwise they can't do anything about it so they're all like trying to just give them advice to the best of their ability so like i think that's like kind of reassuring that in the universe they like acknowledge the logic of this but but anyway so like yeah and, and, like yeah the whole thing was like he finds out a lot about her like he didn't know before and he's married her you know that's the whole thing here where he's like finding this out through the adopted family like the maids and the the sister you know, the so to speak adopted sister um and then they find this thing in her room, like, and he accidentally breaks it, I think, or something, or they, like, end a scuffle. I forgot what happens. Like, this is, like, a few episodes ago already. And it's, like, this piece of the moon. It's, like, a moonstone. And it's, like, in her mo- It's like in her room. And, and, like, all they say is, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a special thing to her. Like, it reminds her of, like, of her childhood or her, like, ma- and it's, and they don't really go further into that. But they, you know, and the whole thing was, like, oh, shit, we got to put it back together before she sees it. And they put it back together. 
and that's that. And again, like the, again, like that's just kind of the feel of things. Like they meet new characters and whatnot. And they kind of get used to like, oh yeah, I sh-, you know, like literally the whole series is really just him trying to figure out, okay, how can I make her happy? Like you know, and trying to overcome a miscommunication. But but yeah, there there are details like that where like they just throw these weird suggestions as to what she is or if she's some sort of like deity of some sort, um, and they don't really elaborate on it further. It's a very weird long tease. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if they're ever gonna actually culminate or like, will it be satisfying? Because the series is still ongoing too. If they do, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, like I don't know, like the purpose of it either. Um, it's it's really weird. Like you know, there could be like I kind of just don't get it. Like it, like again, like it could just easily be a superficial thing. It's just like a weird thing they're peppering in there as like yeah, whatever. Like I just they he just the, the creator just wanted to thematically do this. Like yeah, she's tied to the moon in some way, and like his name is like a reference to space, etc. Like you know, but they're like doing like but they're like dropping these weird like references to it where it's convincing me there's something more important here. But so far there's nothing else to the series, but nothing. It's a nothing series, right? <laughs> but it's it, it is weird, and like even people who uh, I think so far would how where the manga is, they don't really. They're not really going more into it. It's just like some weird thing is sprinkled and mentioned here, and that's that. It goes on to the rest of the series just being about how they're doing with their marriage and their relationship. Um, but yeah, otherwise, that's just that's just mainly my observation. There's really not much to say about this series, to be honest. <laughs> um, but it, it is it is odd. Like I don't know how it's still going. It's like 13 volumes. Wow. Yeah, it's always a twelve episode series, so I don't know how that's going to culminate, really. But I'm sorry, how many volumes? Uh, thirteen volumes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's happening in them. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, and like, what is what is even? I haven't even heard that of so this woke- before yeah. they made the anime. That's. Yeah, I don't know what's going. on. I here. bet they haven't said <laughs> shit in the up to th- volume 13 or whatever i bet they're still doing their tease thing that's how those series always are like they nisekoi have... mm-hmm. i mean they kissed at least several times already at this point yeah well um, the same thing happened in nisekoi but they haven't but... shared a bed yet so we gotta <laughs> that mm-hmm. hurdle needs to be overcome um i don't know if, i don't know if, uh, yeah <laughs> well so the thing in nisekoi was like whatever they were all like doing their fake dating or their real dating whatever all right. their thing but, like, the overarching plot, which is, is, like, you can mirror to the deity thing where they're teasing it or whatever, like, is the yeah. the lock. Yeah, someone did mention that being similar, yeah. Yeah, the lock and the key thing, which they never answer in Nisekoi and make worse over time, if anything. And it was just, like... And they never did? They, uh, not in what I've seen. I, I think it's still running, <laughs> the manga, so probably oh, no. not. They kept adding girls to it, and it was just insane. <laughs> and it was a nightmare. And there were too many... And I imagine girls. that's what happens in that series, even though they're married or whatever. They probably, at the very least, so far there, there has been no additional girls. Yeah. Um, so far, um, like, and it was interesting that the one girl, like, again, there was the they had like a they went to the bad house. I think I mentioned this before this episode, where like, yeah, it's like the two sisters and one of them's a classmate, and she clearly has a crush on the main character, but. She's, like, very respectful of it, which I think is interesting, like, up front. Like, she's like, okay, but it's clear that once in a while that thought pops up. And she's like, she doesn't do anything, though. So that's kind of refreshing to see that kind of perspective for once. Um, But, and yeah, it's not even a big cast. I feel like I've seen, I think think at this point I've met every character that really is in this entire series. Like, Like, in terms of the recurring people. Like, there's five of them. 
and that's that. So I don't know what these 13 volumes entail with these five say people. I don't know if they're adding more girls. Maybe they are. And they're just not important, though, to, to note so far. Um, but, yeah. Maybe there will be an answer. Maybe there will not. But there are only 12 episodes in this anime, so I will be sticking with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not It's not really something that I'm... It, it is piquing my interest to look at the manga. It's definitely not. Yeah, I can't uh, imagine just, the format whatever. of a manga would lend a particularly exciting <laughs> look into... This ever. <laughs> this, yeah. 20 chapters they did not hold yeah yes i don't <laughs> that very painful very painful <laughs> like say what you will about retro girlfriend but i feel like if i read that it, you know shit would be popping off pretty consistently based on what well yeah rental girlfriend had drama yeah like it was you know it's 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 a frustrating series because we don't really see growth in a, a character you you kind of do want to hope to be better but he kind of doesn't um and how and i think too how they um how they deal with the girl that the girls in that series it was definitely a disappointing for me. I was kind of expecting better too mm. with how they were kind of they were gonna probably, you know, but like no, it was kind of <laughs> it was like kind of like half of them were as bad as the main character, or like or like kind of the others were just uh, you know just there, not really. You know, it's, I don't know. It, it, it was it was it's a very st- the anime told me something that was very showed me something that was very stagnant. And it was just not what I expected it to be. But alas, it is getting a second season from what we know. So. But it had drama. So uh, that, that, yeah. that, that I think would compel anyone to keep watching yeah. it so, or read it. Unfortunately, I might do that. So Wow. Okay. <laughs> the anime, at least, I wouldn't say I would want to read it. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, you know, you saying that thing about uh, that they have a crush, but it's considered respectful or whatever, and they don't do anything with it. Uh, it reminded me because I wanted to talk about Assault Lily bouquet, that uh, Shaft gotcha game a, anime. Like, mm. They had a child. They had a child there named was, Yuri. There was a child created already. Yeah. Well, so they they haven't said what she is, but she has purple hair and they have blue and pink hair. So I'm gonna go with yeah, that's oh, the, probably okay. their future child since she imprinted on her instantly. Um. So yeah, they named her Yuri, uh, which was their mm-hmm. ship name. Um, for by, by the school, uh, which is a very normal thing to do. I joked before it happened that they were going to name the kid Little Homo or something like that because <laughs> of how like just that show <laughs> yeah. had been, and then they literally did that. I was like, okay, um, that show really has is it's the, the plot isn't particularly you know the most compelling stuff in the world. It's it's pretty fluff but the animation is really really good um as you'd expect from shaft i guess really but like as i've been watching it i've just been sitting here like hey man like if you're a gotcha game and you don't get your anime done by shaft what are you doing (laughs) like because i was thinking about like when the fake go anime came out and it was animated okay but it, it wasn't even ufo table which was the type of thing where, like, you'd think they would have gone in-house for that stuff, like, to their own animators, <laughs> who are pretty renowned to make that stuff. But I was going to say, imagine a Fate Shaft anime, but they did that, and it was bad. So, um, but I was just thinking, like, you know, hey, what if they made a Grand Blue anime? Shaft made the Grand Blue anime instead of those other people. And it was just, like, super well animated and stuff. Because there's some really good cuts of animation and the fights and stuff like this really impressive stuff um it's 
It's also the uh, type of Shaft show that isn't like the Monogatari style, like Madoka is, you know, where they like constantly cutting away to more like elaborate visual effects and stuff like that. It's just like, hey, this is a well animated fight, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing that we were saying is there is just this girl who was in the first episode who has red hair, who's, like, the loudest of the lesbians in the show or whatever, and just has, like, <laughs> the, the loudest, a, a huge... The loudest it's not even, like, subtext in this show. Like, they just say it outright, all this stuff, all the time. Um, yeah. So she's like, yeah, like, I, I have a crush on main character girl, Riri, or whatever. And, like, everyone is just constantly, like, destroying her for it. And she's, like, clearly not in the picture anymore. And it is devastating oh to watch. Gosh. Like... She'll just be around and she'll be like, oh, of course I'll help you, Riri. I love you. You're you're great or whatever. And everyone will be like, that's just pathetic. What's wrong with you? Like, she already has her partner now or whatever like that. It's, it's just like, because she's not like, because I was expecting her to be the archetype that's in all of the, like, you know, love lives. And the Nozomi character. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Who's like, oh, yeah. girl, I'm going to grab the boobs. She's not that at all. Um she's just horny for this one specific woman and uh i wouldn't even say horny that seems excessive um and everyone's just mean to her and it feels really bad to watch just watch like all these scenes where she's <laughs> like mean, you know? like there was a scene where like uh Rhea was busy with raising this child <laughs> for uh -huh. an episode so she wasn't hanging out with anyone and then, like, they set it up so, like, oh, good, her partner is there one of the days. They finally lined up all the schedules and stuff like that so they could have tea together. And then just, like, in the background, they have all of the other ones, like, hold, like, like chiding the red-haired girl who really wanted to go over there. And she's, like, crying into her tea because she wants to go hang out with her, too, because it's been so long or whatever. And it's just like, yeah. this is sick. This is sicko stuff. This is someone's, like... <laughs> NTR thing. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. It's just sad. It's really weird because they're clearly not trying to portray it as that, but they keep doing it, and it's like... Mm. Mm -hmm. It could be a game bit. I don't know. I don't know anything about the game. They fight the huge. Yeah, they fight the there's huge. one called that. They've been getting into like the, um, the dynamics of war now, um, but one of the girls Great. said... Well, we're fighting the war now, so we can worry about what happens after, after, or something like that. And it was like, wasn't the war? Hmm. Isn't the war the whole plot? Though, or they not yeah, so they the fight. War? They've been fighting the huge for fifty years, and they've only only the teen girls can fight them. But they yeah. were saying that the world government sends spies in all the time because they are convinced that uh, if the war with the huge, uh, because the the huge made all normal wars end, right? Obviously, because everyone's just right. fighting them all the time. They said when the huge go away one day, if we manage to beat the huge, then normal wars will happen again. And everyone wants to use the teen girls as weapons, obviously, for future wars. So they have to be scared of that. And then the main character girl goes, that makes me depressed. And the other girl goes, well, we don't worry, have to worry about it until it happens then. <laughs> Something like that. It was just like, okay. Oh my gosh. It was really weird. It's a weird show. I can't say I hate it or anything. I, I don't, I, I think it's, uh, like I said, the fight scenes are really engaging um, and stuff, but it is, it is weird. It's a weird program. It's weird. Uh, the voice actor for Kirei from Fate is uh, a diabolical old man who's the principal of the school, also. Which uh, I thought it was funny because I looked up his history again and I was like, oh yeah, this guy only voice voices evil old men or dragons. 
which is <laughs> a hell of a uh, like you know typecast to me. <laughs> yeah, like that's what he is. That's a life. That's a life. Yeah, yeah. I was cause I was thinking like um, the voice actor for Kaiba is very renowned. Obviously, the, uh, Kaiba from Yu Gi Oh mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah, but he changed his his main voice that he does in like. 2016 when i was looking at what he does like and i imagine it's to avoid you know the the david hater style thing right where it's like you just everyone hires you to be snake or whatever right like right everyone mm-hmm. hires you to be kaiba so then he just became this like really aloof sounding voice um and i was like why didn't he ever do that and it's because he's a sick fuck and he wants to be a dragon and an evil old man all the time he's a he's a sicko <laughs> Let him be. Let him be. I guess you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. let him be. It's just weird because, like, even um, the voice actor for Dio, whose name always escapes me, um, he uses the same voice for a lot of characters, but they're all very different characters. Much to think about. Uh, all right. Uh, did you want to talk about uh, Yashihime at all, Elvi? I don't know. I'm still oh, yeah, not sure. caught up, so I can't join you too oh. much. But I, I'm out. I'm more than okay. happy to hear what is going on. Yeah, I won't. I won't go. I guess I won't go into too much detail. I don't know how far you are. I don't know if you episode saw the dream butterfly four, thing. I think. Yeah. So I know about the butterfly. Okay. I know about the butterfly. Okay, you know about the butterfly. But yeah, um, yeah. Like it's uh, there's some. <laughs> it's it's very interesting, and like I agree with some of the complaints. Like some of the monsters are clearly just rehashes of like stuff in the original series but they kind of it's like a more watered down version of them which is very interesting um but it's not that's not something that sticks out to me like too much personally rather i'm really i'm really like into like trying to be like what the fuck's going i'm i have so many questions a lot of people have other questions like what is happening here and a big thing is like why are people not so the girls are confused. Uh, let's let's be let's be real. The girls are confused. I'm confused, and they're not. No one's really pointing out to them specifically. Well, I think no, they know, they know, but no one's just up front confronting them, saying, "Hey, you are the kids of like these these significant people, so so or you know, Yashi Shibar. you know, and, and that's pointed out to them. But that's not you know, that's kind of not their priority really. They're not really thinking about it. Their priority is figuring out like what's what what's the deal with the gems in their eyes? Like why do they have that? And that's like seems to be a specifically new thing. But then like some of their few returning characters, or at least the characters who have had a relationship with the original cast, are not really helpful to them. <laughs> and you would think like they should be. Like, I don't know. It, it was really weird to me when like Kagome's um brother, I forgot his name. Forgot his name. Um, you know, they just send them back to the well, like right away. They don't really do much to prep them. They're like, Yeah, you should go back. Like, you know, they send they send um, Toa back, who is, yeah, that's her original time. She's just lived through the modern world. Uh, like, you know, but that's not where she's from. And you, they're just like, yeah, go back. And But they don't really do much prepping for them. They don't explain to them up front about, like, hey, these are their parents. This is what happened. They don't tell them the whole detailed story of, like, the events that happened. Like, why? Why didn't they do, why didn't he do that? Why didn't he help them? <laughs> Specifically, he actually met, like, I think, I think one of, yeah, like, Kagomi's mom at this point, an older woman, like, she's, or someone, like, they say, like, oh, you know, they tell Moroha, who's the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, before they go back to the well and time travel back to the past, they, like, I forgot who says it, but they comment, like, oh, yeah, you're just like Kagome, or you just look like her. And Moroha's like, yeah, I don't know who that is. But they don't say, they don't explain who Kagome is. Why aren't they explaining who her mother is? And then they just, uh, (laughs) ah. Why aren't you answering? 
answering their questions. Anyway, they send them back in the past, and they're just clueless as to what the fuck they can do. But yeah, most of the series right now is just them, like, monster hunting and, like, you know, yokai smashing and, yeah, basically yeah. selling off to this pawn shop guy. It's great. It's just literally, like, a dumb monster of the week thing. Meanwhile, is yeah, again, it's like the format of the original shitters. Like, it's a monster of the week. While, meanwhile, there is, like, a bigger overarching problem going on. But that's just, that's just the most baffling thing to me. I was like, why is no one, like... Why is no one explaining shit to them? Why, why are why are they like this? In addition, the whole issue again, where like this was not an issue in the original series, and this was never common brought up, or like the issue of like, oh, gotta be careful with time, because we're you know Toa, like I'd be careful with like modern stuff because I might fuck up the times. That again, not an issue in the original series that was never brought up. And then Toa's meanwhile just like a really nice person, so she's just giving people like all these modern snacks. Like, two random strangers all the time. But then, meanwhile, she keeps saying, like, oh, shit, I gotta be careful about introducing something modern here and mess up. But she's giving, like, people, like, like, fucking Pocky. Like, and then, like, are you, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like, she just gives people Pocky. She gives, she gives, like, the little, like, creature. I forgot the name already. The, the newer, the little new creature that's kind of like Shippo, but it's not Shippo. Uh, like, she's just giving them, like, fucking modern day Japanese snacks. And, like, but meanwhile, they're, like, worried about messing up the time. But you're fucking, like, giving the people apples where there's no apples yet in Japan at this point in time. So that person's gonna poop, and they're gonna accidentally plant an apple tree in their poop, mm-hmm. and you're gonna fuck everything up. So, anyway, that that's, anyway, that's my grips with this series, but I was <laughs> still watching, I was still watching the series, but I have so many questions, and I'm frustrated by them, <laughs> but... It is what it is so far. Again, it's again and like again. This is another series where I think it's gonna be twenty four episodes. I think so. There's like a long way to go. There's a long way to go that hopefully I will get answers or I will be forever left frustrated <laughs> by the logic of this show. It, um, yeah, the thing I keep hearing from everyone is that it's insane that like they've they've referenced to Shomaru, but they have not referenced like Kagome or Inuyasha particularly yeah. that much or like where they are. And it's not like I think like um. I remember saying, like, there was a show, there was this other show that they were watching where it's like, oh, those characters got mind-wiped from everyone. And they, like, Kingdom Hearts, that was it. They were saying, like, Kingdom yeah. Hearts, you know, where, like, everyone forgot yeah, but, Sora yeah, for Yeah, I think that's what's happening here. You, but, like, yeah. why is, why is the people who are aware of what's happening not saying, like, why are yeah. they not saying, like, oh, they're actually gone, like, they're not saying they're dead, they're not saying they're missing, why, like, where's, where the fuck is Sango? Like, where's yeah. she, like, why is... <laughs> What is Where's going on here? Um, so I don't know. <laughs> ah, <laughs> like it's uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Like I have a theory, and I'm not going to go much into it because again, you're not cut up. But like, I have a theory that if they're not cowards, I think they're really showing here that Shishmar really is an evil bastard. Yeah, and I think that puts me to rest in terms of like whether or not Rin is the mother because if he's an evil bastard then okay he's an evil pastor yeah um so i i'm if if they're willing to go that far with it as to what the deal is with that relationship I'm like oh okay all right i that i i can sleep sound i hope actually just full-on fucked up and yeah something messed up happened there i hope it's just he cut his hair off and it turned into two girls Uh like he just got a (laughs) he cut his hair and it became or his tails or something like a a nine-tailed twelve. Oh, it was a little furry yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, it just they just butt out of that, yeah, honestly. I, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, uh, a, a theory one of my 
one of my friends was saying, like, it makes sense they're twins because they could be just, like, a split of his power. Which mm-hmm. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I hope that ma- I hope that's, I hope that's at least an explanation, but I don't know. That makes sense to me. But who knows? Who knows where the series Who knows, yeah. <laughs> who knows, yeah. I'm gonna get caught up. Um... Alright, then I guess the last thing I'll talk about is the Nana show, Talentless Nana. Um, I'm actually still enjoying it. Um, even though it's a killing game, sort of. It's not really a game, it's just she's killing people. It's like a garage, yeah, I guess, really. Um, that's what I saw a couple <laughs> of people show, refer yeah. to it as being like. Um, they introduced, like, a, uh, a, 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 a Hubert from Fire Emblem. Uh, but for her, uh huh, which is like, is this a new archetype that's going? Did this come from somewhere? This is like the Greek thing where I'm like, wait, okay, why is this happening now? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's literally just Hubert. No. Oh. Like with the glasses and black hair and everything, or well, not right. but not glasses, sorry, but the black hair and like taller and like yeah. lanky, whatever guy. But they gave him like. So they all have the powers right, and she does, and she's going to kill them all because they have the powers. He can just, like, copy anyone, but, like, actually copy... Like, he turns into them, or he can turn into animals and stuff like that or whatever. Because he survived the last time everyone on the island died or whatever, and he's just been living in a cave. Um, but he can just... He can turn into the people, but it's not just like he looks like them. He just gets, like, literally everything about them. Like, their voice and their powers and everything. Which is like, okay. Jump the ship shark a little there with with that power all of a sudden. But it's it's pretty... It's, been, it's still pretty, like, how will she get out of this one? With her murders. Um, just more murders. Just more murders. And it's enjoyable. I, 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 it's, it's not like the most crazy deep thing in the world again or anything, but I think they have fun, like tension between every week or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know how this series is still running because I think there's a finite number of students. I don't Yeah. Like by now she would have killed. She's killed like Like, eight people so far and there's like 20. Uh Uh-huh. Um, she killed two in one episode, which was very bold. Um, <laughs> and uh, one, so the, yeah, they did finally explain why there was. I was getting mad because there was a Yaru on the island. I was saying like, where do they get their Yaru stuff or whatever? Like, where do they get this stuff? Yeah, if they're yeah, living like, on an island. They your- have a ship yeah. come and deliver tans, spray tans for her or whatever like oh that. Gosh. Every month. That's convenient. And colored contacts and stuff, and I was like, okay. I hate that they thought about it when I was complaining about it, honestly. I was like, ah, you actually thought about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. One of the murders was she poisoned someone's contact solution, which was, I have never seen anyone do that before. That's pretty fucked up. It was pretty fucked up. She just died from that. I don't know how that worked, but it worked. Um, I mean, well, yeah, your eyeball, well, first of all, that that's, that sounds like it's very painful. Yeah, that's horrifying. It is Anything horrifying, isn't it? Is terrifying. <laughs> I don't, like don't like that. Um, and I guess that makes sense because you know every you know, everything in your body connects with everything in your body. So I guess maybe if it was like some water solution, it 
I don't know, like it goes through the eyeballs and then into the rest of your stream, your body stream, maybe, I don't know. I don't know the logic is there, but the eyeball thing is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I do not like that at all. Yeah. The other <laughs> the other girl, she just killed outright. Like, she stabbed her in the neck or whatever with a poison needle. Okay, see, that's a little more... Yeah, the, the eye context solution, that's terrifying. It was terrifying. Well, she had to set it up to all be elaborate to seem like she killed her or whatever like that. Because mm -hmm. the, the, that girl can make poison with her tongue or whatever. But oh, yeah, in yeah. order to survive the trade-off for this terrible ability that isn't useful for anything, uh, is that she has to go into the forest and just eat snakes and lizards. <laughs> the Gyaru right. girl does, I mean. So that was, That's pretty good. It was... Did she, like... Because she just finished killing this zombie lady who makes zombies appear. And then she's just, like, wandering back to the school or whatever. After, like, whoa, that was a big fight. And then there's just this girl hunched over a bush eating a snake. And it was like, okay, sure. And then she just killed her. It was like, okay, well, that, that, there goes that one. Yeah, I don't know how this, where this series goes, but it's fun. I don't know if you like Danganronpa. It's like that. Uh, I don't even have anything to say about Akadama Drive anymore. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just insane. If you like Danganronpa, watch this show. If you, if you don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fucking. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I'll say about Akudama Drive is they decided to have this entire bit where she talked about how it, uh, she was a better hostage to take because she's a virgin, which was one of the worst things I have seen in anime in recent times. Oh. Oh boy. And then she killed three people. Um, oh okay. Yeah, it was like, wow, you're so edgy and cool, Kodaka. Wow, you made me think super smart guy you know like watching that i don't hear i don't know uh, disgust <laughs> i don't either i don't know I, I assume people are watching it i don't know it, again like the thing that's pressing this is the same thing with elena where it's like very talented people working on this aesthetically speaking yeah, like it looks good and, like but... music's pretty good too and just mm -hmm. it's like why are you wasting your time on this it, yeah. it's just it's becoming more and more noticeable recently to me like it's just like you're like why are you wasting your time on this because again you see like a lot of like high budget presentation well, like high not even a high budget uh productions but uh the high budget yeah. uh, franchises and stuff like that end up like just pushing out these really like mediocre uh mm -hmm. animated works and you're like why didn't like ghost in the shell the new ghost in the shell you know like like, 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 <laughs> like, like why is that? that? Yeah, that would deserve. That deserves like a better. Uh, like, imagine if better, the people yeah. who did all the art and everything for Akinama Drive did a Ghost in the Shop. Probably be pretty decent. Oh, that'd like, be kind of cool. Be pretty that'd good. be very interesting and different. Yeah. Mm. But here we are. They just yep. made another uh, thing. Uh, man needs to get a grip. Um. Mm -hmm. All right, I think that's everything. Right, that's everything. Guess so. All right. And we don't have any questions or anything, so that's it. All right. Oh. Cool. So, uh, all right. So, um, yeah. Uh, so we're planning on doing our Anime of the Year awards again uh, mm -hmm. in, like, two episodes or in, you know. Yeah, at the end of the month. Yeah, end yeah. of the month we'll be doing that. Um, we'll probably post more information about that and talk about it more on the next episode. But if you have any shit to say, you can just send it in to the Tumblr, vgamefuture.tumblr.com slash ask. Yeah, um, so if you just have, like, general stuff that you want to talk about, you know, like your favorite animes or whatever of the year, 
that's fine. Um, I th- we're probably gonna take some time in like the next week or so to like think up the categories, and we'll post them on the Twitter and in the Discord, and we'll talk about them in the next episode. But also to kind of give ourselves a little bit of space, to, so we're not super overwhelmed, Rose. If you want to let people know what we're doing, we're watching a film. If you can believe that. Yeah. A movie. A, uh... I don't know. I, don't know. I was trying to think of another synonym for movie. Um, yeah, we're watching... Moving picture. Moving picture. Motion picture. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Let us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving picture. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we are watching the first Kara no Kyokai, or Garden of Sinners film, which you can find mm-hmm. on Crunchyroll.com. It's right there. You can even watch it for free. You don't even have to have a membership. It's right there. Um, just the first one. It's only like an hour long or something. Um, you can watch more if you want. Just you know, content warning for some later stuff. If you do, we're just yeah, gonna talk third about the third movie. Third, yeah, the third movie has some sexual assault uh, content, but the rest of it is, you know, there's violence, there's blood, there's that sort of stuff. I'm looking at the does the dog die page. Yeah, it has like pretty standard stuff, like you know. If you don't like uh, dismemberment, there's that. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing particularly like fetishistic, I don't think. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anything to be warned about here. Not really. Maybe heights. If you don't like heights, maybe some height stuff, but not that much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll be covering that next episode. Not like in two weeks, or not in four weeks like we usually do, in two weeks now uh yeah just we're making it easy for us we're making it easy for y'all just you just gotta watch an hour-long movie in the next two weeks and then we'll do anime of the year after that and who knows maybe there will be a little something special with anime of the year you know yeah who knows who knows all right yeah so um all right well thank you both for joining well wait i forgot to do the whole patreon bin huh you know yes please yeah you can get episodes uh this episode was brought to you by natalie who did the ghost in the shell recommendation by pledging three dollars to our patreon which gives you episodes of our show one week early um that's patreon.com slash vgcc go there um all right now that does it now that does it now that's everything um thank you both for joining me and discussing Ghost in the yeah. Shell and other such animes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll talk to you both in a couple weeks, and you all will hear it out there on Tushkatri on the Trainworks. Have a good night. Incredible.